Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Whoa, what a privilege to deliver this Dvar Torah from Yerushalayim, Ira Kodesh, to having spent another week in Eretz Yisrael, accompanied by several days of Gishmei Bracha, and uh, very, very special to Bishvat yesterday in Eretz Yisrael. Think about it. We can't see it, and it defies nature. But part of the celebration of yesterday to Bishvat is that the sap begins to rise in the trees. It defies nature that it rises as opposed to that which usually brings things down. Okay, tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas B'Shalach. It is called Shabbos Shira, as the Shira's Hayom is the highlight of the Kriyas Torah, and the way it is written in the Torah, it's almost as if, as the Sefer Samderach says, the Torah itself is singing with the Jewish people. There is one lo say in Parshas B'Shalach, one negative command, and that is not to go beyond the Tchum, beyond the boundary, a certain distance outside the city on Shabbos. Clearly, we focus the Shabbos on Kriyas Yamsuf. There's a very interesting Medrash on the Pasuk when right before the splitting of the sea so the Torah says that the Vayoshev Hayom when Am Yisrael passed through the sea. The sea then returned, as we find in chapter 14, Pasuk 27, Vayoshev Hayom Lifnos Boker Le'esono, namely that towards morning the water went back to its strength, and this way it drowned the Egyptians. The Midrash Rabbah, chapter 26, paragraph 21, paragraph 6, points out that the words, the letters, the Esono, to its strength, can be spelt as Letno'o, to its condition. And the Midrash teaches something very powerful. God made a condition when he created the waters and the waters are flowing naturally that the waters would split at the time when Klal Yisrael are at the Yam and they will need the splitting of the Yam to save them from the oncoming Egyptians. So 
what am I pointing out? That it was destined from the beginning of creation that the water would split. The only question is how? And I'd like to share with you an exciting interpretation of the Nitziv in his commentary, Hamik Dover, whereby he points out that there were two possible plans that could be executed for the sea to be split. Plan A and Plan B. What is Plan A? Plan A is that, interestingly, the Torah goes out of its way to tell us what the weather conditions were like on the night of Kriyas Yamsov. And the Torah says that there was Vayolech Hashem Ruach Kodim Azor Kol Halayla. There was, and this is in Pasuk 21, in chapter 14, that Hashem caused a strong east wind to blow that night. And this would be plan A, that as the wind would continue to blow, the water would continue to split. Namely, it would be done in a, quote, natural way. What does that mean? At first glance, we can explain it to mean that Hashem always is maktin. He plays down his miracles. And therefore, if somebody wanted to deny, God forbid, that this was the work of God, the wind which had a strong wind all night, as the wind blew stronger, the people continued to follow the path that was created by the wind during the night. That is plan A. And plan B was that if the Jewish people, a representative, such as Nachshon ben Aminadov, or, according to the Medrash, either the tribe of Binyamin or the tribe of Yehuda were to jump into the sea, then the sea would split miraculously. Now, the Nitziv learns this into Pasuk, 16, chapter 14. It's worth taking out a chumash and seeing this inside. V'yatah, Hashem says to Moshe, Pasuk 16, Horemes madcha, literally, pick up your staff, and unetei es yodcha al hayom and literally stretch out your arm over the sea and split it. Now, which one is it? 
Is it Horemis Matcha? Is it using the staff? And the staff, the Mate, is called Mate Ho'osos, the staff with which Moshe did the many, many miracles. So the staff represents Lamalo Menateva, beyond the natural, the supernatural. That's one way that the sea might split, which we called Plan B, or the hand of Moshe symbolizes the um, concept of the natural order, not with the staff that does the miracles. So Moshe is basically prepared for either one. And now we see what happens, Baruch Hashem, at the time of Kriyas Yamsov. The Torah teaches in Pasuk 21 that Moshe literally stretches out his hand. That's when, as a result, the waters are going to split in a natural way, okay? And then, however, the Jewish people take the initiative and they jump in, and therefore the sea doesn't simply split once, allowing them to walk through, in quote, a single lane, but rather the sea splits in 12 lanes. It's a miraculous splitting of the sea, which is clear to everyone. This is my God. Everyone saw that this phenomena was happening as a result of God's doing. Besides the 12 lanes that each and every tribe walked separately, you were able to see through the walls of the water. If somebody was hungry, Hashem provided uh, fruit trees in the Yam at that time. All this was done as a result of plan B, namely that Bnei Yisrael jumped into the water. There could have been what we call Isorusa Dila'ela, which means that God would have taken the initiative, but the answer is no. There had to be Isorusa Dila'ela, there had to be the initiative of man. And once man jumped in, this elevated the nature of the miracle that it became an incredible, miraculous event. So much so that the waters split throughout the world. Even a mommy, wherever she was, giving her young baby a bath in the bathtub, even that water split. So the whole world was aware that there was an incredible event happening in the world. Interestingly, this is brought about by man. And in the Shira, on that verse, this is my God, 
ve'anvehu. So the Targum, which is cited by Rashi, says ve'anvehu, I will make for him a mikdash. I will build for him a mikdash. Meaning that oftentimes when we are inspired by either literally miracles or special events in our life, the events come and the events go. Unless a person concretizes the moment and uses it for some personal or national growth, unfortunately, the inspiration of the moment dissipates. So, Unclus learns that as a people, we not only were privileged to see God, Ze is the pointing with a finger, not only did they point, and Rosa Shifra al Hayom, that even the maidservant, but the problem is the maidservant remained a maidservant. It didn't change her life. But for Klai Yisrael, they said, Whoa, this incredible moment has to be concretized, and we're going to do it by building a base Hamigdash, which they do. They built a Mishkan. And they come into Eretz Yisrael. They build a base on Mingdash, keeping the spiritual high and the inspiration going. The rabbis learn, and this is Rav Shimshon Lefal Hirsch, the Anvehu, that I will make myself worthy of God's Shekhinah. Wow. And we see that when man takes the initiative, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, responds as well. We are living, as we know, in a time of crisis, a time of war that Eretz Yisrael is lo'olenu in at this moment. We need to look upon our tefillah as they looked upon the Yam. They jumped into the Yam because Hashem had told to Moshe, Tabera b'nei Yisrael v'yisau, and they didn't ask any questions. Is it going to work? Is it not going to work? God said what? To go forward, and they did just that. The problem is that too many treat prayer as, I guess, I might as well pray. But if we believe, b'emun that just as the Rambam writes, God communicates with man through the institution of Nevuah. The flip side is that man has the ability to communicate with God, that when we daven, there really is, quote-unquote, somebody listening to our tefillos. If we undertake our davening, if we undertake our recitation of Tehillim, as they did in jumping into the Yam, meaning I know that Hashem is listening. I know that He's looking at me and my actions. I know that I have an opportunity to do something on behalf of Klal Yisrael. I know that if I do a chesed that heretofore I was not doing, I know that if I literally pay that elderly person the visit. What does my 
paying the visit and giving some kopera brios, giving some dignity to an elderly person, what does that have to do with the matzah in Eretz Yisrael? And the answer is everything. Because just as the recognition of Zekei Veyu, of the spirituality that was created at the moment by man's initiative, this is what brought it about. So too, we have the opportunity for personal growth, for national growth, and to do our best to bring the soldiers home safely by our emuna shlema, that our tefillah, that our tehillim, that our learning, that our chesed makes a difference because it's orerusa dila which means God's intervention is brought about by the actions of man. Shabbat Shalom to all.